Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews, coming at you online and in print format at nicktiffany.com, in audio format, wherever you get your podcasts, and even in video on YouTube. Today we have another musical movie coming out right in time for the holiday season. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, when we're talking The Color Purple, now this is the remake that's based on the musical, the Broadway musical, that's based on the movie, that's based on the book. I have not read the book, and I know this is like movie cards getting revoked. I've not seen the original Color Purple. Steven Spielberg, Oprah Winfrey. I have seen clips, Oscar clips for sure. Um, and I know roughly what it was about, but the closer I got to this movie, I was like, I don't know, should I watch the original before watching this? Will that affect my viewing? Because going from a really dramatic, serious work to what is still a dramatic, serious musical, um, I, I don't know. I Growing up doing musicals, watching musicals, I sometimes have issues with them, if only because there's moments where you're like, if that was one or two less songs and one more dramatic scene instead, I think that would have worked better for the overall experience. And so, you know, I was like, I don't know. I didn't want to go in feeling like, oh, well, you got to match up to Academy Award winning Oprah Winfrey. and You got to match up to this. You know, I didn't want to have that notion going in. Um, and so I went in mostly blind to this. And I've never listened to any of the original music on Broadway or anything like that. And I got to say, I was incredibly impressed. The music was fantastic. The performances were terrific. I enjoyed the music a lot. And I enjoyed the movie a lot. But I think having seen the musical one, I, I think I need to go back now and watch the original because I think for the story they're telling, for the severity of so many things that they're talking about, I think that I would maybe resonate a little bit better with the more dramatic version. And that's not because the music didn't help, but I felt a couple times in this film, there were moments where something really important, really intense, whether it's a man beating his wife, um, which happened numerous times in this movie. Just, you know, before you go into this movie, know that it deals with a lot of uncomfortable and unfortunate realities of our world and how cruel people are. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I did not find myself as emotional during the film as I thought I would. And I know that I get very emotional when I watch films. Um, and so I watching the trailer for this and knowing what I knew about the story, knowing Fantasia's in it, um, just certain people who I'm like, okay, I, this is probably going to wreck me. There's going to be moments where I'm like reduced to tears. And I definitely did tear up in more than a few moments, but it was odd. I left like during the film as I'm watching stuff, I'm like, this is all just building. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, my heart's dropping more and more into my stomach. But by the end, I was kind of surprised that I wasn't as frustrated or upset or cry. Like, I don't know, or as emotional as I thought I would be. Because again, the film does deal with so many, so many horrible things. You know, from the start, you've got these two, uh, these two sisters. 
Seely and Nettie. You know, young Nettie, who's played by Halle Bailey, who just had a great year as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. And you've also got Felicia Pearl and Posse, who's playing young Seely. The two are inseparable. You know, these are young girls. You learn that Seely's had not one but two children that her father has deemed it his duty to give away, to get rid of. You know, whatever that means in the context of the story at the start. And then, you know, this is this is where it's tough sometimes watching movies as well. The further away we get from certain times, it feels ridiculous and horrible and awful that, you know, some random stranger could just come up to a man and be like, hey, hey you know, I'm 20 years older than your daughter, but I need me a wife. And you got a fine looking young daughter, you know, who's all of 13 or 14. So... I think I'd like to, you know, to buy her, to be my wife. You know, I'll give you the cattle and whatever else. And it's like it's this twofold side of like, yes, this was reality for a while, but it is not a great reality. It's not one that looking back is just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, especially when there's this assumption that, yes, well, now because I've taken you as my wife, you know, your job is to cook, clean, to do whatever, take care of my kids, um, you know, you are my property in the sense of if I want to make love to you, which is, you know, AKA if I want to take advantage of you and rape you, I can do that because I am your husband and I'm entitled to these things. And if you say no, or if you don't want to do it, I'm going to beat you. And this is what young Seely and eventually old Seely goes through with the man who takes her to marry mister who's played brutally well by Coleman Domingo. Um, you know, young Nettie after her father tries to have his way with her, tries to go live with Seely. And then after mister tries to have his way with her is thrown out. And these girls are kept separate for most of their lives. Um, you know, this is a story of never giving up hope that that sister out there is alive. Uh, but gosh, Celie, what you see her go through year after year, everything she does for everybody in her life, the shit that she has to deal with, is heartbreaking. Um, and, you know, there's many moments where the film talks about, you know, sticking up for yourself, standing up against these men because a real man doesn't put his hands on a woman. And that's true firmly believe that um you know there was a quote that Celie has at one point because she's talking to Suge Avery who's played by Taraji P. Henson and Suge Avery you know was the the musical act gal that made it out of town made a name for herself traveling around you know of course Mr was real taken by her and will openly tell his wife she's the one that got away you know and should have married her instead of you. Just horrible, horrible things. But Suge is talking about, you know, how grateful Seely should be and how wonderful God is and the wonderful things that he's done. And, you know, she's like, well, I don't, I don't know too much if I'm believing in God or something to that effect because, you know, if there was a God, my sister would never have been taken from me. My babies would have never been taken from me. And my husband wouldn't beat me year after year. And Suge says back to her, that doesn't sound like God, that sounds like man, or that sounds like men. 
And as someone who struggles with his own faith sometimes or what I believe, you know, there's things that, you know, I think inherently there is evil in this world. We've seen it. We continue to see it. But in that same token, there is so much good in this world too. So much of the bad in this world boils down a lot of times to men, to mankind, to horrible, horrible people who would do horrible things to others. Um, sometimes it's inexplicable. Sometimes the reasoning is just almost worse than not having one at all. So everything that Celie goes through in this movie, I mean, it is tough. But she does not lose hope. She doesn't lose that spirit. She doesn't lose that connection to God. And, you know, I'm not going to go spoiling anything if you haven't seen or read the story, but it just, her story is a tough one, but also a triumphant one. And Fantasia Marino, who plays the older Seely throughout the years, and just phenomenal. She has had one of the most legendary voices forever, but she is a showstopper here. Every number, she just completely commands the screen what she is able to convey as Celie through so many silent moments and looks. It's heartbreaking, but it's terrific. Uh, Danielle Brooks, who plays Sophia in this film, uh, she's at one point the wife of Mr. Son, who's also played, who's played by Corey Hawkins, who's great in the film. Harpo is his name. So Sophia, you know, She'll tell yourself in the film, you know, she's a bigger woman. She's a whole lot of woman. She's not making any changes for a man. And, you know, a man's never going to lay his hands on her. But this tough, bigger attitude doesn't always sit well with a lot of different people, whether it's white people or other men. And it just, God, she, she is phenomenal in the movie. I mean, Danielle Brooks, not only will she make your heart break, she will put it together. She will make you laugh. She will make you cry. This, God, this movie is just, it's frustrating on so many levels just to see the casualness of how people would treat their wives, their girlfriends, the mother of their children, somebody, the way that you would talk to certain people. It's disgusting. And everything she goes through in the film is heart-wrenching. But, my God, is it not one of the best performances of the year as well? Um, I just, God, tough stuff, tough stuff. But I, you know, and again, making the transition from movie to stage musical to musical movie, I'm sure was not easy. But I think they did a really terrific job. I think towards the end, there's a few musical numbers that just feel like back to back to back that stretch a little, even as a fan of musicals, I'm kind of like, I just need like one scene in between. Give me a little break. Give us a little break, perhaps. And uh, I mean, again, and I think if a couple moments were allowed to be a little bit more dramatic and emotional rather than musical and dramatic and emotional, I think the feeling the audience has from certain scenes would have lingered a little bit more. Uh, director Blitz, Bazule, you know, I think he did a terrific job the set pieces are great. The dancing's great. Uh, you know, top to bottom, the film looks phenomenal. I mean, it feels very period fitting for the time. I just, I need to go back now and I need to watch the original. 
because this was great. I think this was very good. But I am sure that from everything I've heard and understood now about the story, that the full dramatic version will probably not take care of what I needed from this version, but will give me that complete version, I think, emotionally, um, just as far as the character stories go. I think you should absolutely seek this film out. Um, it is a story that is worth retelling in as many different ways as you can. Hope is never something we should give up on. And if a man tries to put his hands on you, hell no, not, not cool, not cool. And, you know, this film just touches on tons of stuff that I think is continually good to remind people because yeah, you should never be putting your hands on any woman, but that's my piece. Hopefully you see this. Hopefully you enjoy the music, maybe a little more than I did perhaps, but let me know what you think after you do see this. Thank you again for listening to NT movie reviews. Stay tuned here for all your latest on movie news, all of our Oscar talk. We're going to be putting some best of lists out here pretty soon. I imagine now that we're finally taking care of all the last movies we need to see. So keep an eye out because you're going to have even more recommendations coming your way. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.